Hey, Billy, why don't we tell them what we're about, man? So we're here to welcome you to the Madhouse Chronicles. It's a talk show with myself, Billy Morrison. And me, and This man, Prince of Darkness. And we watch and react to the maddest internet clips. What do we discuss, Ozzy? Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, all that kind of shit. Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, and all that kinds of shit. Come and join Ozzy and myself. Visit OsborneMediaHouse.com to get special access to... Come to, on! What do you say? Do you think it's the wildest show on the internet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Punk Rock HR is sponsored by The Star Conspiracy. The Star Conspiracy is the B2B marketing agency for innovative brands creating the future of workplace solutions. For more information, head on over to thestarconspiracy.com. Hey everybody, I'm Lori Brudeman. Welcome back to Punk Rock HR. Today is Groundhog Day 2022. It's especially poignant because boy, these years are all blending in over and over again. And if you're a fan of the movie Groundhog Day, you know that the main character is stuck in a time loop and going over the same day over and over again. You know, there's nothing really great about that feeling of dread, of just existential chaos, of not knowing when you're going to break the cycle of despair in your own life. And that's why I'm pleased to announce my guests today are Josh Schwady and Scott Fowl. They've started a new company called Spotlight by putting people first in organizations. It's a neat tool that gives some workflow and some rigor around what you need to accomplish during the day at work and how to make sure it aligns with your values. And if there are any problems, any concerns, it also gives you a unique framework to communicate with your manager. Scott and Josh are on the podcast today because today, Groundhog Day 2022, is the launch of Spotlight. And I'm so excited to introduce you to these two HR tech veterans and my friends, Josh Schwady and Scott Fowl. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey Lori. Hey Lori. Well, I love it. We've got like a choir of voices on the podcast today. So as we get started, why don't we introduce y'all and we'll start with Scott. Scott, what are you doing on my show? Who are you? What are you all about? Hey, Lori, this is Scott. Kind of a first for me, but uh, I don't know, 23 years in HR tech. I've never done this before. So we'll see how it goes. I could be a bit nervous. Maybe I'm not, but happy to join today and talk a little bit about Spotlight. Amazing. And I've got my good friend, Josh. Josh, who are you and why are you here? Who am am I? Man, LFR, it's uh, known you for a long time, but first time caller to this, long time listener. Josh Schwady have been in the talent space for almost two decades, which is scary, but Scott and I founded this little company called Spotlight, and we're just excited to talk to you, not just about that, but all the things that are kind of happening in the workplace today that are surrounding us. Well, I'm really pleased you're both here to make your podcasting debut, maybe your company debut, and it's Groundhog Day, and we're all Gen X here. We're all kind of old and middle-aged. I hate to say it. And we love the movie Groundhog Day. So who wants to remind the youngsters in the audience what this movie is? Scott, you want to take a crack at that? Yeah, hey, I will do that. First of all, I think because of my age, I can speak to Groundhog Day better than anybody because this is the 30th anniversary of Groundhog Day. So I knew Bill Murray when he was really young, I guess, at least uh, from a cinematic standpoint. But the movie was filmed about 15 minutes from my house. And so Punxsutawney Phil, the mayor, 
and just everything was going on just a few minutes from my personal residence. And little did I know that when the movie was launched, like one day, this would have some sort of intersection with what Josh and I are doing. So I'll start there. Josh, do you want to finish that off a little bit? No, I just think it's a great movie and I love the anniversary, but we all have our own Groundhog Day, whether it's February 2nd or other days, right? And some days we have days where we're like, I don't want to live that day ever again. And other days we have days where like, that day was amazing. How do I repeat that? So on this big day, it's our brand launch day for Spotlight on Groundhog's Day. We just thought it was a pretty interesting tie-in to what we're trying to do as a company. Well, the movie is really interesting because A, it wasn't filmed in Pennsylvania and Scott can speak to this. It was filmed in Woodstock, Illinois. And all of us have a Chicagoland connection on today's podcast. Another joy of having you both on here. So that's one. And number two, Groundhog Day is about this guy, Bill Murray, who lives this day over and over again. And it's terrifying to him at the beginning. And I know for many of us, I know me particularly in corporate America, every day felt like Groundhog Day. And like Sunday, particularly, it was like, oh my God, here we go again. So this feeling of Sunday scaries is something everybody's talking about right now. So who wants to tell me a little bit about Sunday scaries and what you think about it? Yeah. I mean, listen, our weekends are precious, right? We have great times. And then all of a sudden, some point on Sunday, the thought of Monday comes in, right? And where I've got to get back to work. And for some people who have worked for tough managers or tough environments, that really causes anxiety to go way up and it becomes a distraction. Or if you travel for work, it's like, well, man, I've got to now figure out, I got to pack and get ready for the airport and all that stuff. So And with Sunday Scaries, right, we just feel like your weekends are precious and that's your time to recharge for yourself. So don't let the Sunday Scaries creep in and start thinking about Monday when you still got the rest of the weekend to relax and recharge. Well, that's really well said. And Josh, I know this for a fact. There was a point in your life when you were traveling all the time and you drew a line and you said, I'm not traveling on Sunday anymore. You know, so many of us want to set a boundary, want to tell our boss, no, I need time for myself. Where does that start and who's responsible for starting to take ownership of life again? Is it the employee? Is it the manager? How does this work? It has to start with you. If I've learned anything, Lori, in my years, nobody's really, really, really looking out for you as much as you are, right? So it has to start with you. And I did that. And I was I was scared to do it. Like I thought it was kind of a requirement. And then one day my wife, Debbie's like, we got to stop this, right? It's impacting everything. So I started doing it and I haven't looked back. It's been years now, but I just don't travel on Sunday unless it's an absolute, absolute must, but it's drastically reduced it. So I think at the end, it has to start with you, but then being able to communicate your feelings and your thoughts, you have to go immediately to the people at work that are influencing you. And that usually is your boss, but also it's important to your peers as well, because they can help hold you accountable. Scott, what are your thoughts on that? I think, you know, in reality, I think at the core, we believe that, you know, if individuals individuals are given the right tools, they will have some insights into themselves. And that's giving them a great opportunity to take back control, not just control of one area of their life, but their life, their career, their wellness, whatever, and just really focus in on the things that matter the most. And I think that's what makes people happy. And and there's a lot of research out there that just says happy people stay at organizations four times longer. And I know when I'm happy, I don't call it work. I can't wait to get to work. But like we said earlier, I mean, the Sunday scaries, looking at the alarm clock and 5.59 rolling around, you're laying there just waiting for the alarm to go off is a bad feeling. And so it's probably just time the individual take back control. I love it. I mean, this is something I you're right about. I preach individual accountability. It, it doesn't happen in a vacuum, though. And I know organizations like yours are really working hard to help enable both the employee and the employer to really think through making better well-being choices. So who wants to tell us what the heck you're doing in this post-COVID environment? What the heck Spotlife is? Like, what is this all about? Well, I mean, listen, Scott and I, we've had the opportunity 
opportunity to work together at Hireview. We were really early there. Mark Newman recruited us to go over there. We've worked as partners at different organizations. And we always wanted to do something together. So when we put our brains together earlier in 2021, a couple things came to mind. One, most software, at least in the talent space, it's actually not built for you and I as individuals. It's all built for companies and leaders. So when I sit down and actually use something, it doesn't have context for me, right? And you flip that over, Lori. I mean, you and I always trade messages about what we watch and whether it's on the big screen or at home, whether it's media apps or apps for diet or exercise or sleep or whatever. Those all have amazing context and teach me things about myself that I didn't know. And so we're like, what if we could build some software that actually was built from day one for the individual versus the company? And the second piece is that's important because of all the things that we've gone through over the past two years, right? At first, they were in survival mode during the beginning of COVID. Like, how do I make sure I'm okay, right? Let's protect everything. And then they had a, an opportunity to go into pretty deep reflection about what really mattered for them. And if they didn't identify with their boss, with the values of the company, with their CEO, they spoke with their feet and left, right? And so that is another big founding point of Spotlight is really, listen, you can't hope to attract or retain talent if you don't understand what makes Lori tick. There's work, Lori, but guess what? There's more to Lori than work, Lori, right? There's life, Lori, and there's wellness, Lori. And that could be financial wellness. It could be mental wellness. It could be physical wellness. And so if we've all had good days, we've all had bad days, but if I'm having a bad day and it's outside of work, my performance at work is not gonna be nearly what it is on other good days. And so we're just trying to help people understand that there's three lenses here and how do we shine some lights on those different lenses and help the individual become a little bit more informed about themselves. And if they have trust with their manager, share that with them to ultimately drive performance for them at their company. Well, Scott, why don't you tell us exactly what Spotlight is and what it does? I work in human resources or I'm a manager, even a founder of a company. What is Spotlight going to do for me? I think a couple things, just backing up a bit. My entire career has been selling enterprise software just to help organizations and help leadership. And so I saw this as an amazing opportunity to set out and really do something I wanted to do back when I was in college, which was I thought I wanted to get into clinical counseling. And I thought, wait, what in the world? Well, I guess that's sales too. So the piece here that's really real, I guess, to your question is it's all about the individual and giving them the chance to kind of rethink that moment when you turn on the screen and the company is in front of you on an LCD panel. It's like, boy, this is what I now have since most of us are still working in remote or hybrid environments. And what I found for myself really is that I need some sort of workflow. I need some sort of assistive effort to kind of get me to stop, take a breath, take a look at what I have intent on for the day. And that's not just for my boss. Like, again, that goes all the way over to wellness, your life, and so on. It also is about work. And so for me, it's like bringing workflow to those that all of a sudden may just need a bookend, a start and a finish to a day. And I think for that, if that's all Spotlight is in terms of bringing that collective kind of view into an individual's life and helping them decide what is important, what's the focus, how did I do, how do I continue to create more successes, or if I was not successful for the day, how do I pivot and adjust? That's a big help. So again, back to my original statement, this is a chance to help people. And that's what I really identified with, with this application. I love that. It's about helping people think through what's most important in the day, both personally and professionally. How do I accomplish it? How do I 
I prioritize it? And also, how do I remember my values? And at the end of the day, what did I actually accomplish? Was I consistent with my values? Did I get the things I needed to get done? And do I need to talk to my manager? Did I get that right, Josh? Yeah, no, you're dead on. And I think the key here is building on your last comment. Can we just teach people things about themselves that maybe they didn't really realize, right? And can today be a little bit better than the day before? There's a greater good angle to this here, as Scott mentioned, which is we've kind of seen it all when it comes to talent and HR software. And we want to do some good, right? We want to help people reduce that stress. And a large proportion of their stress comes from their work. And so if we can help them understand how to focus on those moments that matter every day, and some days that's work and other days it has nothing to do with work. And so if we can empower people to understand those moments that matter, focus on those moments that matter and communicate that, we just feel like they're going to be better as a human and that's going to help companies back to attracting retraining talent. Scott, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So maybe 2021 wasn't the best year I've ever experienced. For me, it wasn't at my life stage. It wasn't about kind of figuring out what to do with my kids while I'm working because they're out of the house. But I did learn what it's like to take care of an aging parent. That was really stressful. And look, it was a a big, huge process to go through, but I did lose my father due to COVID. And so for that prior and all the way up to that, I had to find ways in which I could stop my work life and express to this team that there's other things that I just have to kind of go and be a part of because I won't get this time back. And right now, this is what I have to focus on. So for me, it just really brought spotlight into view because there's so many times when individuals have other things going on in their wellness or their personal life that do impact work. But I think seeing the individual as a whole has always helped me as a manager in the past. And I can't tell you, I've always done that. I might have been one of those bad managers long, long time ago. But I think seeing the individual as a whole and what's really impacting how they react, respond and what they're working on and so on just can be a much richer conversation. You know, I think it's always so interesting when founders and leaders reach an inflection point in their career. And it seems to me that you've reached this point, Scott, where you've lived it all. You've seen it from a productivity standpoint point. You've experienced the personal, the loss with the loss of your father. And I'm very sorry for that. What lessons do you have for someone who's listening right now, who's struggling with all of this and doesn't know where to get started? They want to set better boundaries. They want to learn how to say yes or say no differently. What are some of the lessons you learned in 2021, Scott? Yeah, I think not only 2021, but moreover, this might be sharing some personal information. But had I, I'm obviously at the older or latter stage of my life in terms of career and so on, that's no secret. But I think had I have had intent earlier in my life on a lot of different areas around life and wellness, I could have been in a different position. And so again, I don't ever hide this. I am a type two diabetic. I look at what if I'd have had intent in my personal life to jump on a treadmill, ride a bike, change my diet, all those things. Again, I don't regret it. You have to kind of live and accept where you're at. But again, starting your day with intent really made sense to me when I saw this. And I said, look, I mean, Josh, I'm serious. Like, I think Spotlight could change a lot of things. It might have changed what happened to me personally from a wellness perspective. It might have changed how I dealt with some of the things that happened in 2021, but that's my take on that. I think a lot of learnings, but overall, I think you do want to try to put people in a position to have control over everything. And it's really more about work-life integration. Josh, what are your thoughts on that? 100%. I think life and work are forever integrated. I think the people that maybe were 
were very self-aware years ago were able to learn that, right? But I think the pandemic forced everybody into like we said, that kind of forced reflection where they had to think about it. And I don't have much to add in like in terms of tips of what Scott was saying. I look back at my career, Lori, and I think about my 20s, right? My 20s, I tried to do a lot of different things. It was mostly all in technology, but I was trying to do different jobs. And so I jumped around every two or three years. And that at the time was like people were raising their eyes, but it allows you to like try a bunch of different things. In your 30s, you kind of start to zero in on what do I think I want to do? And kind of your 40s and 50s as as we're approaching that, you really get focused and zeroed in. But like along the way, it's all about all the people you meet and trying to tie yourself to people that like believe in the best of you, right? Not to quote Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters, but they've got your best intentions and they're looking out for you. And that's hard to find over the years. And so I think maybe this could be a way for people to find a way to learn about themselves and then communicate that out to say, hey, this is how I want to work. I don't want to go spend time in the car for three hours anymore, right? Like I want to prioritize, like Scott said, some wellness, some physical wellness for me. Like that's going to make me go so much better. And so just have confidence to be able to share that with the people that you trust. And I think if you put that out there, you're going to get a lot back in return. You know, it's interesting that you're launching your product on Groundhog Day, because one of the things I'm hearing from both of you as a theme is this idea of service, whether it's your stage of life or it's your values and really being of service to others disrupts this idea of Groundhog Day, disrupts the idea of, oh, it's going to be miserable over and over again, because you're actually not thinking about you. You're thinking about other people. You're rooting for their success. You're actively involved in changing lives. So I wonder what you hope the impact of Spotlight is on employees and on organizations at large? I think a couple things. I've been pretty candid so far, so why not go for it? I've been the benefactor of a lot of good managers in my life. People who've really sat down and said, look, there's a couple things you might want to change when you get up in front of an audience or when you are selling and doing discovery calls or whatever mile marker you're talking about in sales. And that really helped me a lot. And so those discussions really propelled my career and I could name them by name. I've done that at this point and look back of what I've benefited from. And so for me, like we've talked about the individual, but if this in any way could give a manager insight around how to have a much more fruitful conversation with individuals on their team and talk at a level that will start to evoke or develop some level of empathy or trust, I'm all for it because in reality, I've had a bunch of that throughout my career. And so I'd wish that onto everybody else so that this could be a little bit more life-giving. And again, maybe I'm dreaming, but I hope that Spotlight can deliver that. That's maybe a lofty goal, but I've been a benefactor and I'd want to believe that others could be benefactors as well. Yeah. So I think Scott took the individual angle and that's important and because that's how the product is built from day one. But we do believe that companies can benefit as well. Companies have these employee value propositions that they put all over their careers page that talks about why you should come apply for jobs at their company, why you should work there. But if a company is using Spotlight, it's kind of a prove it statement to their employee value proposition. Like if they're out there saying, hey, Lori, this is a a great place for you to join because we care about you and the whole you. They don't have ways to back that up today. And so our long-term hope is this becomes a fabric of a company's culture when they're recruiting to say, hey, we're actually a spotlight organization. Like we mean what we say when we say we care about all of you, Lori, right? And we prove it by having spotlight. And so it's in the way we have our conversations with each other. It's in our way we have conversations between you and your manager, et cetera. So that's the company benefit. I think long haul, if people can use this on a daily basis and build great muscle memory, hopefully it does a couple things it reduces a little bit of stress for them, but also it helps them realize, like I said earlier, those moments that matter and not to miss out on those because those are what's going to fill your bucket, fill your energy and keep you going on a daily basis. Well, Punk Rock HR is definitely a spotlight company. I'm invested in anything that Josh and Scott do. I mean, I'm so honored that 
you were here. And Scott, let's start with you. If people want to learn more about you and Spotlife, where do they go? Where are you hanging out these days? Yeah, so today's actually our formal launch on Groundhog Day. So Spotlife.com is probably the best place. There's a couple resources out there as well. There's a quick little video. It might be a little bit aspirational in terms of who we are and what we want to do, but it's a good first stop. So we've been living in a little bit of stealth mode, which I have to tell you is not fun. I'm not used to that. So we're finally out there and spotlife.com is the best spot. But again, feel free to contact either Josh or I and LinkedIn or whatever medium works for you, but happy to tell you. And Josh, where are you these days? Where can people connect with you? I think if you talked to me a couple of years ago, I was all over social, but I dropped off quite a bit. Now I just try and monitor what one of my three daughters is doing on there. I wish we were in person, but it's not happening right now. So like Scott said, we've been stealth. So we're going to be a lot more active. So LinkedIn and Twitter, most likely, Lori, uh, might see us on some Instagram, but our emails, if you want to email us director, Josh or Scott at spotlife.com. And that's spelled S-P-O-T-L-Y-F-E. And it's just awesome being on this. This is, uh, it's fun to see six months worth of work come to fruition on launch day. And the fact that you volunteered and said, hey, let's do this on launch day. This is our first kind of public audio coming out. Thank you so much for uh, giving us the opportunity. Well, I'm so proud of you both. Honored to call you both friends. And thanks again for being a guest on Punk Rock HR. Thank you, Lori. Bye, Lori. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Punk Rock HR. We are proudly underwritten by the Star Conspiracy. The Star Conspiracy is the B2B marketing agency for innovative brands creating the future of workplace solutions. For more information, head on over to thestarconspiracy.com. Punk Rock HR is produced and edited by RepCap with special help from Michael Thibodeau and Devin McGrath. For more information, show notes, links, and resources, head on over to punkrockhr.com. Now that's all for today, and I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time on Punk Rock HR.